0: Welcome to this week's recording of The Times Will Tell. We are here today with Shaili Lipa. Shaili Lipa is basically a household name here in Israel. She is a very beloved home chef, TV personality, lifestyle authority. Essentially, she's considered Israel's Martha Stewart meets Gwyneth Paltrow. So kind of think (laughs) of that combination of personalities. She's here with us today to talk about her latest book, which came out in March 2020. And in English, it's called kitchen meat. In Hebrew, it makes, it, it makes, a, it has a little bit of a different title, hakolba said there. And the idea is that a well organized and active kitchen, which is the heart and soul of any household, offers the path to a healthy, balanced, and fulfilling life. Shiley is now working on the English version. And at this point, I will say, welcome, Shiley.
1: Ah, what an introduction. <laughs> I'm flattered. Thank you. Well, Hello. How are you,
0: you? you? You've done a lot. So there's a lot to say. There's a lot to say. Thank you. Um, Thank so you. before we head into the book, I'm thinking about the fact that it's the end of the Chagim. We're really at the tail end of this month. And Shaili, you are the consummate cook and hostess and usually you're on Instagram showing how to set the table or how to do this or how you did that, and I'm kind of mm-hmm. surprised that I get to have you on an Arab Chag. Tell me, <laughs> and on that note, tell me what is your favorite Chag of this month of Chagin, this month of holidays?
1: Rosh Hashanah for sure. It's oh yeah, uh, why? Like feel, yeah, I don't know. There's something in the air like you feel the new things are on their way and It's like a new beginning and it's the end of the summer and it's more like it's chill in the evening and it's nicer. And I don't know. I like it. Yeah. It's a first start. It's a first start. No, it is. It is. I hear you on Mm -hmm. that.
0: So, (laughs) and, and, and jumping off of that, when you, let's get right into the book. When you, when the book was published in March, 2020, uh yeah. said there kitchen meat that's right it came out in march 2020 and of course unbeknownst to you that was also the very beginning of the pandemic that we are still living in tell us a right. little bit about when the book came out and what it was like for those first couple of months with this book and with the pandemic give us a little a little screenshot of what it was like in your life
1: for me, it was kind of scary in the beginning, because uh, in Israel, people are used to go to the bookstores and, you know, touch the books, browse them, uh, look at them, see them, and they don't, are they're not used to buy online so much. Now, after one year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> we're all buying good, online. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're all buying, but. And I was I, I was a little bit like stressed because all the stores, all the stores, uh, were shut down, and they right, closed, closed everything. Right. We were closed everything. The only stores that were open were the supermarkets and uh, pharmacies. That's that's it. That's it. Right. So I said, "Oh my God!" Like hundreds of uh, uh, bookstores are closed. Nobody will buy the book. <laughs> but very very fast, it became a bestseller, and it made me really happy because when I when I wrote the book, we didn't nobody knew about Corona and the pandemic. It like came like in one month. It was all over the the world. Of and course. when I wrote it, I I thought, I thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna publish it in March, just before a month before Pesach, before Passover. And it will be perfect timing and, you know, that you are making all kinds of like, um, Cleaning the house, right. No, you have plans for to do stuff in your career. You have plans and you organize it and, Right. Yeah, yeah, those kind of plans, and you have you have something in your head, and you you say to yourself, okay, it's the perfect timing, and I will publish the book, and it's uh it's perfect before Passover, and everybody tidy the house and throw things and organize, and then nobody went out. We were there was the first lockdown. It was like it was it was crazy. Everybody yeah. was. Everybody was scared and like panicked, and but then it was in a, in some kind of way it was perfect timing because uh, people uh, order it online and had time to read it because nobody went outside. <laughs> right, nobody, yeah. the, the restaurants were, were closed. Uh, people worked from home. Uh, the Zoom was, <laughs> well, it was the best taking time of the Zoom. Taking over yeah, right. yeah, taking, yeah. the Zoom took over and that's it. So it was good. It was uh, fascinating. It was strange. It was a new area and um, era, a new era and uh, it was nice and I liked really. it and I had time right. to answer people and to, to write people and to, like, it was nice. So Shiley, delve into the book a little bit with me. Um, yes.
0: I mean, I gave that very brief e- uh, intro that a well organized and active kitchen is the path to a healthy, fulfilling life. But mm-hmm. give us a little bit more of a sense of what kind of book we're talking about here. I mean, obviously, I've read it, and I, yeah. And there's there's a lot of very, as we say, tachlis. There's a lot of very. Um, Sort of practical information here about mm-hmm. how to organize your kitchen yes. so that you so that you have a better life, so that you can fulfill the goals that you have in your life. But tell yes. me in your words how you when you describe the book, how do you describe it? What what do yes. you feel is the essence of kitchen meat of hakul said there? Uh,
1: the essence of the book is a very simple equation. If your kitchen is messy, your life is, is messy. That's, it's, it sounds a little bit weird, but the, the, the kitchen is the center, the core of the house, and it really affects everything. And if you order and tidy your kitchen and your kitchen is active, it means that you cook not every day because we are busy and we have work to do and we have family. and. But if you, your kitchen is uh, active and you cook a lot, a few times a week, so the, all your life, I mean, I mean the financial uh, aspect and friendship and, and even love and relation and everything, all the aspects benefit from it. Um this is, I mean, the one liner and the book is all about the connection and it's like how you precise, how, how you you throw all the stuff or you give away all the stuff that you don't need and that's unnecessary, not useful, unused, uh, you don't use it. And you, and, and you get rid, rid of all the unnecessary stuff. I mean, I'm talking about food and uh, items, utensils, and everything. Right. And plates, you stay dishes. with... Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, plates, dishes, uh, parts, everything. Pats. And you stay, yes, everything, the food and the accessories and the plates and everything. And you stay with all the stuff that you need and use and love. <laughs> And it makes you like it. Like I said in the beginning, it affects everything, and it, it makes you be more precise in your own life—not not only in the kitchen,
0: but right in your entire life and everything that, yeah, that ent- guides entire, you in your yes. life. That's so right. I want to. I want to bring out a, um, the, your five rules to an organized kitchen, yes. which are the guiding yes. principles. And this, I think, will yes. help our listeners understand yes. a little understand. bit of what we're talking about. <laughs> so I'm going to yes. read. I'm going to read five of them. Mm-hmm. Number mm-hmm. one: less is more. In, pre- in parentheses, everyone accomplishes more with less. Number two: mm-hmm. sort by category. Organize your kitchen by types of food, appliances, and utensils. Number That's three right. is first use, first location. Give the best location to the most utilized items. Number four is good visibility. Everything should be easily seen. And mm-hmm. number five is optimized storage. Store goods according to the space you have. Now, mm-hmm. I know that I've been, I've started to do some of these things in my own kitchen, but I would love it if you could just even one of these, pick out one of mm-hmm. your favorites, maybe your favorite for today and explain it a little bit more to us, delve into it a little bit and tell us what that, what that means in a kitchen. Any one yeah. of the five.
1: Let's talk about the first one for uh, the, the less is more Okay. Uh, nowadays. when when we see something nice, we buy it. If we can, you can afford it. Right. But I'm saying don't buy anything you, you see and like, because we don't need so much stuff. Uh, on the contrary, if we have too much, we don't use it. It weighs weigh us down, um, mm-hmm. and it takes vitality from us, the energy from us, instead of giving us. So, that's interesting. Try to yeah, try to mini- I, I'm not preaching, you know, to be minimalistic, but just try mm-hmm. to to buy and use mm-hmm. and to live in your kitchen and your house the things that you. Benefit for them, and you use, and you like, and you love, and also for. In my experience, I used to buy more than I needed, and now I'm trying. I'm asking myself uh, in the kitchen and outside the kitchen, even clothes and and all kinds of stuff for the, for your household. If you need it, if you really, we talked about uh, the sentence in the the, the book, uh, uh, John. Uh, right. What's his name? Who said uh, a nice sentence about the the shell in the sea in the sea, right, uh, right? Right. Right. That all the
0: she- that all the shells on the beach.
1: Yes. Yes. That you don't need to take it home. It's like the biggest uh, um, shell collection. Yeah, shell shell collection. Right. And right. He, when he wants to, when he wants to see it, he goes to the beach and and see it and, <laughs> and watch it and and he enjoys it. He doesn't need to bring it. His, I'm, I'm not saying, yeah, but I'm not saying not to buy. I'm saying if you like something and you know you're going to use it and enjoy it, buy it. So this is the first rule. And if you have stuff in your kitchen, the items that you don't use that are broken or, uh, of course, uh, things that are whole and are good and functional and the things that you like to use and to eat. And that's it. Be very right. precise. You also have
0: that great example of the spice shop, which we don't, mm-hmm. there aren't spice shops in every country, but we have that's a lot of right. spice shops here in Israel. And you have this example in the book that you don't need to own every spice in the spice shop. That's you go right. visit the spices in the spice shop and you only purchase the ones that you're going to need to cook to cook with. And That's sometimes fine. you just go to the spice shop and you smell the other spices, but they don't need to come home with you. Which yeah, you you, know, you, you, you smell it and
1: that. you mm-hmm. yeah you see and you see like a very exotic uh, spice and you want to buy it, but you're never gonna use it. You it's gonna stay in the spice rack and you're not gonna cook with it. So why it it you spend money on it? It takes place and then you throw it. It's a waste of money and right. it's just energy. Sort of, it's
0: taking up space in your kitchen, which and, could be used yeah. more, more right. for something else. Okay.
1: Like Cool Runnings meets Bull Durham, Designated Hitters is the story of how a team that doesn't even have a baseball stadium made it all the way to the Olympics and how a ragtag group of
0: dreamers found themselves playing and almost beating the world's best baseball players produced by soul shop in partnership with the Israel association of baseball, join me Hannah Weinberg and experience the glorious intersection of the American pastime and the Holy land, wherever you listen to your podcasts. So something else that I keep that I keep on thinking about with Hakobaseder with kitchen meat is how much philosophy there is, and uh, you Mm -hmm. have a whole section about chassidut, about chassidism. chassidism, um, Yes, (laughs) which you you are a very secular person, as you make very clear uh, in person and in and in the and in your books. But you studied Hasidut, you studied um, Hasidism and so much so that you learn things from it that you bring to the book. Tell us a little bit about that and that process and and what it brought to Kitchen Meat.
1: Yeah, Uh, I started to study Hasidut, to learn Hasidut when I wrote the book. I wrote the book a few chapters and then I met the editor and she's a teacher. Uh, of Hasidut, and she started to say to me, what you write, it's what Rabbi Nachman said like more than 200 (laughs) years ago, and it was strange because like you said, I'm not religious, it's very far from my lifestyle, and I went to her uh, lessons it was very, it's all about enjoying life and enjoying what you have. Hasidu, I mean, the, the whole. Hasidu, idea.
0: Hasidu is about that. Uh, yeah, okay. yes.
1: And enjoy it and appreciate your life. And, and he talks, he talked about it, uh, about, like we said before, about less is more that, um, that you need to, enjoys uh, enjoys the little things, and not having too much in order to to have a good life. And he talks about no. Be- uh, we talked about we have in Hebrew the saying "lo mo'il, uh, lo Not no, no benefits, no harm. But right. he says the opposite: if something doesn't benefit you, it harms you. We talked. It's it's like what I said before. It takes right. energy and vitality from you in order to to uh, help you or um, give you uh, pleasure. So what's so an example of that for you? Uh, it's like going to a store, a big one, and you have so much var- variety, you don't know what, and you like turn around and go because you don't know. How, it's uh, So think about it in your own, own kitchen. If you have too much, You don't see stuff, you don't cook with it. If you have less, so you can see everything, everything is in good visibility and Mm -hmm. everything is accessible to you and you Mm -hmm. reach your hand and you can grab it. So you enjoy it more and that's the whole idea. Interesting. Yes. Um Right, I mean it's every like, time I uh, yeah. Go it, on. Also they have the 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 phrase like uh, uh, the few that holding the many. It's the okay. same thing. It's uh, in Hebrew you say uh you say, um, right, it's like the right, same right. thing. It's like if you have too much, you cannot enjoy it. It's too much. Ah, uh,
0: In English, it's seeing the forest for the trees. Okay. Yes. That's right. (laughs) Right. Interesting. Okay. So, you know, when you say that, it reminds me of of other people in this field, the Marie Kondos and the Home Edit. Yes. That's right. Who look at aspects of this. And of course, that makes me want to ask you how much do you pay attention to them? Or, you know, sometimes when people are, talking and writing about similar topics it's almost too difficult it's almost too hard to pay attention to them because there are similarities and there are of course dissimilarities yeah. and Marie Kondo holding the whole holding it and uh you know her whole philosophy about when an item speaks to you in a sense so t- have you read the, I mean have, do you read those books do you watch those shows yes
1: yes okay. I read it and I read the the two books of Marie Kondo and also the home edit. And I liked it, and also I saw the the shows. Uh, of what do course, you think about I li- it? I like it. Uh, the, the home yeah. edit is mostly uh, cosmetic. It's not about right. uh, there's no spiritual thing behind uh, the the whole uh, system. Uh, right. They 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 tidy and organize very nicely, and they do with the colors, the rainbow colors, right. and it's right. It's really nice. Uh, it's, it's a fun show yeah. It's beautiful, yeah. it's a fun show I watched all the the chapters All, episodes. all, the, yeah, all the episodes yeah, yeah, it's beautiful to see before And after But it's not, it's like very Cosmetic It's And Marie Kondo, uh-huh. of course she has Her philosophy And I really relate to and Who I really relate to But Um Her philosophy is like taking the item, hold it, and if it sparks joy, uh, leave it. And if not, yeah, sparks joy. But what can you do with... When in the kitchen <laughs> when you hold the knife <laughs> or the blender it doesn't spark joy at least to me i need it i use it it's functional to me it's a tool it doesn't spark right. yeah it's a tool it's not the the shirt that my husband bought to me when we got married or it's not like uh, something that my grandmother uh gave left you, you understand to you, it's right. more yeah, yeah. It, it, she didn't so it's more functional in the kitchen so you have to be you have to think in other ways, and not the the spark joy thing. <laughs> and uh, I think it's like it's like saying that uh, when we don't know the benefits of, mo- of moderation, we seek plenty. And you, you need to be. It's like saying again, you need to be precise. You need to think, and you need to um, to. It's like matching. The content of your kitchen to you, who you are, and who mm-hmm. the people that live with you. It's like makes sense. sewing. It's like sewing a, a, a suit to your measurements. You know, like it's not too big, it's not too small. It's exactly it's, what what's. Uh, it's tailored. You. It's, cust- it's, it's custom. It's set- custom. It's custom made for you. It's tailor made. It's custom made for you to your mm-hmm. measurements. And that's why I don't have any uh, kind of um, lists in the book of buy two uh, cutting boards or right. three parts because it depends on your cooking habits and uh, food desires and right. all that. But I cannot tell Jessica uh, or other people what to buy because it depends on you. Everyone's that's different. What, that's right. what, yeah, everyone is different. So, Shaili, what's been the, I mean, your readers, obviously,
0: mm-hmm. it was about, the book has been a bestseller and people dove into it in March 2020, yes. especially because they were at home and they had time to reorganize their kitchens. That's um, right. But what's been the most surprising thing in terms of your readers' reactions in Israel? What has been the most, some of the most surprising reactions or things that, you might not have thought that they would have gotten excited about. I'm curious to hear that to hear about that.
1: I got hundreds of messages from people that right. read the book uh, and tidied the and organized the kitchen by it, and really wrote to me that everything changed. Wow! Uh, and it was very it moved me so much to hear. Th- that's why I wrote the book. I wanted to spread it because no. everybody says, everybody says, okay, the kitchen is the, the center of the house. I didn't say something new here. This a uh, certain connection, the power of the kitchen. Uh, I think, I'm not saying I was the first one, but the, the, the very, very special connection between the power of the kitchen. If, and I, I think I was the first one to say that it like affects everything, anything. And uh, go tidy, go go, throw all the stuff that you don't need, give it away, uh, cook more, stay at home more, and it will benefit you. I think Find that power this is, a, yeah, upgrade your life, change it for the good. And I think this is the power of the book because people said to me, we didn't think about it that way. It was like they they started to think about their content, their kitchen content, and what they hold, what they keep unnecessarily, and what they can give away and buy less and use more. And
0: it really right. moved me. Hmm. Okay, so it was exciting. Is, it was very no, exciting it's very exciting yes. when, when yes. you're when the thing that you're trying to say makes the point and hits the spot I mean, what could be more mm-hmm. exciting than that so That's okay right. so now you're a year and a half after the book was published and uh which has been just a year of ups and downs for so many people <laughs> for to put it mildly yeah. right yes, where, yes. Are you <laughs> now? where where are you now all this time afterwards obviously you're working on the book's English translation, Um, but where, but where are you in terms of your other work? Where has it brought you?
1: It brought me back to cookbooks, which I, (laughs) when I first, yeah, because it's, you know, it takes, it it took me back uh, to uh, write more recipes and cook more and think about how how does it it does good to the house to cook more and to eat more family dinners together and it's like in Hebrew, I say bite it gives more luck to the house if mm-hmm. you if you if the kitchen is more active right. so I write a new cookbook and it makes me happy and <laughs> that's it I mean we we all uh, spend more money. A more uh, time at home <laughs> uh, yeah. in the last year, so right. I think, in a way, of course, it was a roller coaster, and everybody it changed everything. The pandemic, but I think, in other terms, it did good for everybody to to be more with the people you love, to cook more, to tidy, to organize, with people because, like you said, people had more time to do it. Right. Sure. So it's sure. um, it's to, to find made, a way to... It. So, yeah. in answering your question, I went back to cookbooks and writing, and I love it. <laughs> well, that,
0: that is a good thing to hear.
1: Yes. Shiley,
0: <laughs> we're so, so glad that you were here with us. Um, I want to also make a note that if you want to see more about shylie and what she does and how she does it, her Instagram account is a lot of fun to follow. She's very, very much there in her stories, every day, <laughs> showing us all kinds of things about her house and her home and her family and her life and her cooking. and it's just it's a fun little uh, it's a fun little takeaway I find at the end of every day. So be sure to follow Shilie Lipa. and I think as we we've said before, now she she writes a lot in English, and of course, now you can there's like an easy translation widget on instagram if <laughs> there are things in hebrew so yes it's good can, it's so good so it's good for us all thank yeah, you so much so
1: thank you jessica and, for having me hope everybody and, will have a great year and um all the best
0: thanks and thanks to all our listeners at times will tell and we'll be here next week with another episode of our weekly podcast take care Hi, it's Sarah Tuttle Singer from the Times of Israel. Come join our community and support fast and fair independent journalism. You can sign up with the link at the bottom of every single article on the site.
1: Thank you so much for listening to Times Will Tell and a special thanks to TLV1 Studios for sound production help. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to Times Will Tell on all podcast platforms.